On today's episode, we dive in and recap everything that was announced at this year's Destination D23. If you're looking for Disney news, you found it. This is episode 84 of the Off the Monorails podcast. Welcome back to the Off the Monorails podcast. I'm your host, Jordan, joined today, as always, by my two fellow co-hosts, Justin and Ryan. Fellas, how are we doing today? Doing good, doing good. Ready to uh, kick off another recording. Missed you, boys. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a good one, too. I agree, yeah. Yeah, it was a pretty, uh, pretty big week for the Disney company, as always, with the Destination D23 Expo going on and it being different this year on site in Orlando at the Contemporary Resort. So nice little change of things. Uh, pretty neat to have it right here in our backyard. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to dive in here uh, just a little bit. Today's show will be wrapped in full of Disney news from around the world. Uh, but, of course, we will spend a little extra time at home base at Walt Disney World Resort in Florida. Uh, but first, fellas... Anything new and exciting? Uh, just wrapping up a work week and getting ready for some weekend football. Now that the NFL season is oh, done yes. with its first week and it's in full swing. Yes. Ready to transition into the fall phase of the year and get some some cool weather, some cool evenings, some changing leaves. I need all of that. Wouldn't that be great? I yeah. can't wait for that. I, I have noticed that there's a bit of a breeze kind of sustaining in the air here lately. It's not a bunch of dead air anymore. Yep. So yep. the winds of change are definitely starting to blow. So they can, yeah. they can keep on coming for all I care. And with yeah. that has been a bunch of rain too. Yeah. Yeah. And we've got, I mean, we're mere few days away from officially being in the fall season. So yes, the solstice can come right along through and really get into the, get into the mood and, you know what that means? It means it will be officially, officially in spooky season. No excuses. Oh, yeah. And uh, some might say we might have a few tricks up our sleeve, if you know what I mean. So but, um, uh, people listening may want to stay tuned. Make sure you're following us at Off the Monorails on your favorite social platform, Instagram being the one we heed the most. But TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it, threads, we're all over the place. Follow us. Stay tuned because we will have some things up our sleeves to uh, to unveil uh, in there in the near near future uh, to coincide with with spooky season. So I'm excited about that. And uh, yeah, it, we always kind of throw out and like to have fun on those platforms, anyways. So it's always a good uh, good thing to follow us and you know spread the word and help us grow and expand our reach because that's what we want to do. We have more fun with as many people as possible. So couldn't agree more. Yeah, it's it's a fun journey. Uh, just kind of being the the creative mind behind the things we get to put out because <laughs> at the end of the day we're we're in control of what hits our timeline and uh, yeah some of the some of the stuff I know we just end up making for ourselves for our own pleasure. <laughs> um, hey, hey, that's okay. It seems that thousands of people have gotten pleasure out of them as well at, at times. <laughs> yes. uh, some yes. of them don't, but that's okay because I can still <laughs> go back and look at them and laugh. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, Ryan, you mentioned football and 
tis a great time of year. How about, and tying it back to, to Disney, how about the announcement, this kind of slid under the radar a little bit the other day, that uh, ESPN announced that they are going to, uh, they're going to simultaneously broadcast on October 1st, coincides with the London game, Jaguars versus Falcons. Uh, shout out Jags, they're our home team, uh, Jacksonville. Yes. And uh, they'll be playing in London against the Falcons. But on ESPN Plus and on Disney Plus, for the first time ever, they're going to live animate a, a simultaneous broadcast of the game. And it's going to be themed to Toy Story. It's going to be in Andy's room. The game is going to be occurring in Andy's room on a football field made up like he's made it up with all of some favorite characters in the background. Um, the halftime show is going to have Duke Kaboom putting on a stunt show at halftime. <laughs> nice. I absolutely love it. This is, I think this is great. I, 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 I am the part that I am most curious about is they are going to live animate this. Yeah. So this is so. They're going to show, I mean, it's going to be every play. It's going to be the game, but animated in Toy Story yeah. fashion on the fly. Yeah. So I'm, I think this is going to be fascinating. I will for sure have a dedicated TV to this broadcast. I just have to take it in and see what yeah, it's all about. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to definitely have the main game going on my TV, and I'll probably be watching the Disney broadcast on my iPad while I sit in yes. my lap. And, uh, yeah. It, there's no there's no way I'm missing it because like you just said there's so many different things tying it to us personally yeah. with it being uh, our team the Jaguars yeah. our, our Jacksonville Jaguars are being selected for that and plus we're Disney people uh, yeah. and also being on October 1st October 1st is a very big date for Disney World people yes uh, it is it's so many cool things at one time just going on and I cannot yeah. wait to see yeah. Uh, how this plays out because it's going to not be to mention insane. in a setting of toy story which is one of our all-time favorites right oh it's yeah, our childhood yeah. so it's yeah i mean there's everything kind of just comes together in this perfectly uh and i hope it works i really hope it works because yeah. this could get a whole new audience excited in another way about the game of football and so i think it's i think it's incredible and i hope well, it's I mean, very successful you you put it like that. I I'm also looking at it like this. It's such it's such an out of the box thinking and forward thinking for Pixar, Disney, everyone involved. Uh, it just makes you wonder what this leads to. Yeah, I mean, if it's successful, which I hope it is, then I like, wonder like, what other events they will do this with. Right, like how how can they push the boundaries more if this is successful? Like. What's to say they can't do the World Series? Who's to say they can't do NBA right. championships? Right. You know, what, what <laughs> NASCAR, I mean, you can throw any of you know, put insert sport here. Uh, it's kind of interesting to think about and see what happens if it's successful. Could you imagine that what they should have done last year? Remember, they, they took the cars idea for NASCAR and put them in the Los Angeles Coliseum. Yes. Yeah. Oh my man! What God. an opportunity! What an opportunity to like do the same, flip it around again and do cars oh, in the Coliseum okay, again. So, yeah. <laughs> let me let me go ahead and put the disclaimer in here. All thoughts and ideas are prepared proprietary to Off the Monorails OTM Media LLC. Um, yeah. If you use this idea, you owe us money. <laughs> Have your people Should, call our people. Yeah. Triple yeah. stamp the double stamp there, boys. Yeah, we'll have our receptionist Joan pencil you in. 
<laughs> Joan, not now. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna oh, be cool, man. and I'm I'm thrilled like that. Keanu Reeves is gonna have his own halftime show. <laughs> the fact that Duke and Boom is doing a stunt Duke show, it just trips me out. So yeah, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Um, speaking of other great things, Ahsoka continues to roll right along. Episode yes, five just premiered and me and Ryan have a little bit of catching up to do. Uh, I've got a couple episodes to catch up on, but we are staying versed in what is happening in this series. It's one of the series that we've been excited about for a while now. And now that it's here, you know, uh, we are fully into it and we are actually discussing this uh, on a separate platform over on our Patreon. We have exclusive live stream episodes recapping and then reacting to the series and this you know the show as it unfolds and just discussing you know our thoughts and ideas of what could happen or what's what these things mean and it's just a really cool way it's you know with our perspectives and you know how different they can be especially in something like this uh it's uh it's a really cool way and you know we've got the first one out there again exclusively for our patrons uh so if you want to go check this out uh, we've got our first live stream from the first group of episodes uh, completed, and it's up on our Patreon. So you can go check the link out in our episode description or on our website, offthemonorails.com. There's membership tiers available for everybody. You get a lot of perks, including these exclusive episodes there. Uh, and who knows, we may we may release these to the public for at a later date, but who knows, maybe not. Maybe we'll keep them exclusive for our patrons. We'll see. So... We're trying to find some other ways to get some more exclusive content and drive even more, you know, benefits and values into that program for our patrons. So if you want to go join or learn more, check out the link in our episode description. And we'd love to have you because there's a lot of fun going on over there. So, yeah, I promise you, uh, the first recording was a ton of fun for us to go through and uh, discuss it from three different perspectives, uh, covering the broad spectrum of novice to, you know, professional. (laughs) <laughs> if you will uh and uh it was it was a lot of fun and if you're staying up to uh up to snuff on the rec- on the uh episodes episode five was a banger so cannot wait to uh talk about episodes two through four and two through five uh respectively here shortly yeah yeah it's gonna be good so definitely go check that out if you are into things like that uh, also, just a little bit of other Disney news to catch on before we get into the real meat and potatoes of D23 and all the announcements that went with that. And if you're a Disney fan, you're probably familiar with some of the things that were announced, but we're going to dive in and uh, discuss those and what they could mean for the future of Walt Disney World Resort in Florida and other parks around the world. Uh, but the Disney Treasure, the Disney Treasure, we got a got a full preview on just last week and got a sneak peeks of the ship and what it's going to be you know what it's going to be like some of the renderings and the spaces the rooms the suites the the bars and the the ship just began booking uh just a, just a just a couple of days ago uh yeah, so long. booking opened up and for the pearl members and for the platinum members and so it's rolling right along uh, and so yeah the first the inaugural sailings will be uh taking place uh next december and the there's a lot of people excited about this about this ship those Uh, cruises are expensive (laughs) yes they are i saw that someone uh someone for the inaugural sailing 
uh, booked the uh, one of the tower suites. If you if you're familiar with the Wish or some of the other uh, Disney ships, they on the Wish they they built these tower suites um, in on it, and the treasure is very much the same. Uh, but one of those suites is Epcot inspired on the treasure, which I think is really cool because we're getting some oh, Disney nice. parks influence onto mm-hmm. the Disney ship now. Uh, and there's some other spaces on the Disney treasure that also have some Disney parks influence. Uh, but one of these tower suites is Epcot themed. Uh, it is a, a 1900 square foot suite, uh, but it literally holds three people. Two adults, one child. Uh, it, it that's that's someone booked that uh, that suite for that party uh, for the inaugural sailing. Guys, I don't know if you saw this uh, booking. Did you see how much this booking was after the itinerary plus the, you know the taxes and duties and all that? I think it was like around thirty or forty grand, wasn't it? Uh, that would almost be per person, sir. It was ninety seven thousand dollars. For that a sounds seven fine. Day I'll have that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so wow. yeah, that's uh, that's that's something that that's I don't incredible. think I'll uh, experience. Um, but it's there. I live vicariously through their social media. Kudos, kudos to them. Uh, kudos to them. So it, it is again. It's something to be excited about. You know, Ryan has a has a cruise coming up on the Disney Wish later next year, and uh, we are super excited uh, to hear all about that and see everything that goes along with that. So, uh, and you know, these, these cruise ships just become more and more impressive as they roll them out. And, uh, and I'm excited to see what they, you know, what they continue to uh, push with all these ships, uh, because we, we have already received confirmation that we will, that they will be expanding the fleet, continuing to expand the fleet, uh, with another three or four ships, uh, over the next several years. So uh, they are, they are definitely going, going progress forward. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so how about we get into a lot more Disney news? Let's do it. Let's spill the tea. Yeah, I think a lot is a, a great word here. Plethora. Yes. Uh, so as Ryan mentioned, destination D 23, the event uh, hosted at Disney's contemporary resort in uh, Walt Disney World Resort, Florida, uh, was uh, just took place this past weekend, uh, past uh, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, different panels were held uh, across those days, and a lot of a lot of announcements uh, came out uh, from these and new details around some old announcements as well. So, uh, this again is an event that happens every other year. Uh, it, it basically swaps place. Uh, with the D23 Expo that is held in Anaheim every other year. Uh, and that was one of the biggest announcements uh, to kick it, kick everything off was it was that the D23 Expo that happens in, you know, in Anaheim, it's, you know, it's become bigger and bigger over the years. And it's one full of, you know, full of vendors and you get, you know, you get different panels and things like that. It's, it's a much bigger presentation than the destination D 23 event here in Florida. Uh, but they are making this thing bigger and, and frankly, better, um, you know, coming up next year, uh, really deeming it the, the ultimate, Disney fan experience where they will be moving to a new venue at the Kia center for, for their main panels, um, which is incredible that uh, they're going to host, host it in a you know brand new auditorium. Uh, and 
and moving from moving away from just the convention center and then all the vendors and other panels will be happening in the convention center still. Um, but they're also going to be taking over Anaheim. I mean, in general, they're yeah. uh, taking over angels, baseball games, having takeovers at, at Disneyland and California adventure. Uh, so they are really going all out uh, for, for D23 expo and what that means to the, Anaheim area. And so uh, tickets go on sale soon for for that expo. And I know it's on our list to get out there very soon uh, for one of these. Uh, so hopefully, fingers crossed, maybe we can we can get out there uh, this coming year and cover all the things that are going to be announced then and see all the real amazing, you know, you get the amazing costumes and you get a plethora of vendors uh, that the are red there. Carpet treatment. It really is. Uh, it's it's a. It looks like it looks to be an incredible experience. I uh, would love to be a part of it. So, yeah, that was one of the big, uh, big things. Is is you know just everything they're trying to do with that. So one of the um, bigger ticket items that was on the top of the the highlights of the expo was um, Josh Diamaro's announcement of a decade long uh, parks expansion project. So this is across. Mm. every disney property uh that's domestic and worldwide you name it so we'll we'll begin with uh everything across the pond so to start off with disneyland paris and disneyland hong kong they are uh announcing the upcoming frozen lands at both of those parks so um those are going to get lots of traffic because frozen is still the thing right now um yeah yeah, I mean, they're, these are pretty big deals because they are full expansions and f- complete lands, as you mentioned, Ryan, to these to these parks, right? Where it's a whole, I mean, it's, so in Disneyland Paris, the Kingdom of Arendelle area is going to be this, I mean, it's almost the size of half of Disneyland Paris that this is going to mm-hmm. take up. Um, and you've got, you know, brand new attractions going in there new audio animatronics bringing the characters to life they previewed um they previewed one of those being Kristoff there for Disneyland Paris and then Hong Kong Disneyland the uh the world of frozen there we got our first uh look at it and dude it literally looks like they made a real life Arendelle where you yeah. have yeah. where you have the 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 castle and then the you know the village the attached town. to yeah. it it's just it's amazing. And we got to see it, uh, you know, got to see a, a glimpse of it at night that they shared. My goodness. It, it literally looks plucked from the movie. I don't know how these Imagineers did this, but it literally looks exactly like the movie. Lighting is spectacular in those shots that they uh, provided as well. And it's yeah. just immaculate. Yeah. What yeah. about the, how much better the animatronics are compared to Disney world? <laughs> yes. Oh yes. my God. I mean, you can tell they've, they've been spending some time on animatronics. That's for sure. I yeah. mean, we got no CGI faces. Hey, yeah, we got a little peek of this, uh, you know, uh, last yeah, when it was, I forget what the event was. Oh, it was, um, uh, South by Southwest where they showed, um, they showed the Judy hops animatronic robot, right? Where it could tuck and roll yes. and everything. And so they're doing they're They are really being diligent and working through animatronics. Uh, we'll get into some other animatronic previews. We saw, uh, as part of this uh, whole thing, but uh, later on for another attraction. But uh, yeah, th- they are making some some incredible advancements um, and and animatronics and their functionality and the way they're moving and things like that. It's just it really is 
it really is pretty pretty incredible and did you guys see that they shared uh some information about the Disneyland hotel within Disneyland Paris. Yes. Uh, the renovations that are going on, uh, that's looking like the, uh, princess and the frog is actually coming over. to Yeah. Paris. Yeah. It looks, I mean, it, so it reminds me of grand Floridian, right? Like yes. it definitely has that vibe. Like eye appealing grandeur. Yes. And it, I mean, it has that same type of lobby feel. They showed like a render of the lobby. They showed some of the, renters of the of the room types and some of the suites but and this is going to be right there at the park it i mean they're they did a full full refurb of this entire property and uh it looks to be it looks to be nice i i, I mean i know it's our goals to get to to get to these parks eventually and uh this this looks pretty incredible this would be a great option yeah. to stay at it looks like it needed something over there for like a, a grand floridian kind of vibe they, they needed something over there i mean you think you think paris right you think something like this and i think they nailed it so i can't wait yeah. to see the real the real shots yeah same i'll tell you what though it's um you can definitely see some ties to like um to kind of like french colonial um yep it it, it does tie in a little bit to like a princess and the frog theme because it's kind of got that victorian era style to it so uh I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what type of um not really ip integration but just how they're going to integrate characters and in, in the movie references into into this property and see what they come up with yes uh also speaking of some other parks around the world shanghai disney has one of the most anticipated lands that i think for us would be be incredible to have and that is Zootopia. I mean, it, they have literally created Zootopia in the city and put it right there in the theme park. Uh, along with, we got a preview of some of the rides and the ride vehicles. Um, looks like they're going to be in like a police car chase uh, through through there, and it uh, it looks pretty amazing. Again, the the way that they can bring these animated films to life is. Just insane to me. It really blows my mind what they what these Imagineers can do, uh, and frankly, I mean, it literally looks like you're walking right into that city. Yeah, it it, it also kind of pisses you off when you think of rides like it's a small world and think of the condition yeah, the yes. they're in. Yes, versus we built an entire Zootopia that was based off of a a fictional movie. You know, it, but nevertheless, uh, it's going to be probably one of the most fully immersive things that Disney has put in its parks yet. Yeah. It's again, it's just, it's in, it's insane. All right. And now, uh, hopping over to Japan at Tokyo Disney sea, we have, uh, the, what is considered the biggest construction project at any Disney theme park in the world that is currently underway. Yeah. <laughs> Think um, about that for a second. Yeah. <laughs> This uh, is a large expansion project that's going to bring on Frozen, Tangled, and Peter Pan attractions to the new Fantasy Springs Port of Call at Tokyo Disney Sea. And addition to the four rides, it'll also offer a range of new restaurants and uh, merchandise retail locations. So, um, yeah, man, uh, opening Huge. up spring of 2024. So anytime mm -hmm. between April Fool's Day of 2024, ironically enough, and sometime in June, that's their tentative start date. 
Um, which that's incredible, like development. Yeah, that yeah. fast. Like, yeah, that's that's a lot of work. I mean, and and they're building a new hotel with it. Yeah, that will yeah, also yeah, be attached story. to the park. It'll be attached to the land, just like the other hotel there. That's incredible. Yeah, the Tokyo Disney sick for it. Tokyo Disney Sea is my number one most like I want to go to that park the most out of any Disney park that I haven't really? been to. Yep, that is my number Space one. There, it's my number one. Um, I I want to go. Uh, this yeah, this may sound crazy to some people listening. If you haven't been listening to the show long, uh, I haven't been to Disneyland. We have not been to Disneyland. We grew up going to Disney World all the time, and uh, but. Never made a Disneyland. Disneyland is high on my list. I can't wait to go. Hopefully, I'll be uh, that'll be happening uh, in the not so distant future. Uh, but Tokyo Disney Sea, everything that I see from from this park just floors me, and the 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 amount of detail that they go into, and just the the broadness that it has, it's so different than any of the other Disney parks. Um, and then when you mix in this type of uh, this type of project where they're going to bring, you know, the Skull Island and, and Bay right, type area cool. from P- yeah. Peter Pan with a full, you know, full size pirate ship. Uh, you've got and it's going to be like, Lagoon. a, a you know, God, Mermaid Lagoon, good. a flying, you know, flying ship uh, attraction for, for Peter Pan. Uh, you're going to have. You know, this enchanted, this forest uh, attraction to go with it there. Kind of, again, Peter Pan S, Tinkerbell, some in there. And then you get, you mix in the the area of Rapunzel and having the Lantern Festival. And you going on this boat ride through this Lantern Festival, which, you know, I've I've heard some others talk about that. That should, why hasn't that been an attraction already, right? Why? Why maybe why shouldn't Small World have already become that? <laughs> um, some might say, uh, but they're they're going to have that, and then also ha- building onto that is the Frozen Kingdom and building some of the world from from Frozen here as well. Which mm. man is Frozen getting some love or or what around the world? But um, yeah. and deservedly so. But man, this this type of project, and this type of expansion, man, I, I get super excited about this. This was the one where they showed this and they announced this. Yeah. I was like, damn, I wish it was in Walt Disney World. Like, yeah. that's that's the one I wanted. Here, Here's the one that took me back with all of the uh, Tokyo Disneyland announcements was the project called New Space Mountain. Oh, yeah. And yeah. this is uh, going to start you know, coming to fruition after some current projects uh, close and, you know, open up or whatever. So what I, what I see so far is that it's, it's a little over $400 million that is budgeted for this project, basically rebuilding the space mountain at Tokyo Disneyland. And it is speculated to be using the same ride system technology as guardians of the galaxy cosmic rewind. W. And yeah, it's slated to start next year and won't open until around 2027, but still uh, getting a full Space Mountain rebuild with a modern coaster that's as smooth as Cosmic Rewind is, is going to be in freaking credit. Mind blowing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Especially yeah. if they introduce like some music options in there as well. 
not necessarily copying. Well, I don't know if they're going to carbon copy and do like music ride alongs with it. I think there'll be some updated audio, you know, added to the ride. That's what I'm music. I don't on. think so. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. I mean, at some point I'm going here at some point I'm going here. And now <laughs> I know that it's going to be after 2024, right? Like, because I'm absolutely now going to wait for this land to be. Built. Oh, absolutely. Right. Um, but yeah, you will find my ass in Tokyo uh, and passports up to date, boys. Yes, yes. We're gonna make a lemonade sure. stand next summer and raise the money. <laughs> there we go. There we go. If you want to help us out, that we have a Patreon, as mentioned. <laughs> uh, support be more the than show. To cover this. Yes, absolutely for the people. Uh, Imagine being there for the day one grand opening of that. Man, that'd be sick. It'd be that'd be an so expensive incredible. ticket. <laughs> yes, yes. Not yes. wrong. Yes. Um, and. Th- That'll do pretty much do it for the major announcements that were uh, made for around the world. Uh, I do want to say we were, we were mentioning the treasure a little bit ago. We did get uh, confirmation on the newest ship added being added to the Disney uh, Cruise fleet. Uh, this is a ship, of course, that Disney acquired. It was already mainly built. Um, they just kind of rebuilt it to their fashion. Uh, and uh, it will be called the Adventure, the Disney Adventure, yep. uh, and it'll be setting sail. And uh, it, it's about a year, about a year's time frame that they'll be setting sail with this ship. Uh, but I'm sure we'll get to hear more and more about it. Uh, it's going to be a ship that's going to be serving uh, the uh, the Western Hemisphere for the first time uh, from, from a Disney cruise line. So that's pretty cool too. Cause you get, you know, all new customer base and new opportunities to see new areas of the world, um, that way, which is, which is really cool and sticking with the, uh, with the cruise theme, uh, we got a, an official name for, for the new Island that they are, uh, that Disney has purchased and been that, that opens, uh, next summer, summer of 24. Uh, and you can actually, you can book a cruise right now to go to this new island, uh, but it would be, it's going to be called uh, Lookout Key at Lighthouse Point. So it'll be, uh, I'm, if this looks pretty awesome, if you haven't seen any of the, the renderings of this, we'll leave some links in the episode description. You can go check out some of the articles and things around some of these announcements, but it's uh, it's a really cool looking place. It looks like they put a lot of time into it, a lot of uh, detail work into it and, uh, you know, I can't wait to go on a Disney cruise myself and maybe I can go, go to this Island. So seems pretty cool. Uh, I, you know, one more thing just on like, you know, the, the Western hemisphere getting a, a, a Disney cruise. Now, uh, I'm wondering at what point is a ship going to tie in a visit to Aluani in Hawaii? I know that's going to have to happen at some point. That would be cool. That would be really cool. Um, yeah, because they're, I mean, they're essentially going, past it there because they've already said they're going to go to Fiji and some of these other destinations exactly. as well. So yeah. yeah, it'd be pretty, it'd be really cool to be like do an that. Australian cruise. Yeah. So now that we've covered the international updates with D 23, let's bring it on home here to Walt Disney world in Orlando, Florida, where newsflash, we called this one coming, just didn't nail the time frame. The hat box ghost will be coming to the haunted mansion attraction in late November. Yeah, I something had to happen here because they I feel like they missed the opportunity, right? To to kind of get it in time for the Halloween season. 
something had to happen here. I think yeah, they, I'm going to I'm going to bank it on technological issues or I, placement. I guarantee you that they had this thing. They were shooting to have this ready as part of that closure that happened in early August and something happened that didn't allow them to get it done. And yeah, you said that there was like a covering up where he's supposed to be. Yeah, at. it was curtain and it's still there. It's still there. So, yeah, so I, yeah it's. You can only imagine. Yeah, I think something just must have happened and just didn't allow them to get it in time. But I am excited that it's that it's here. I mean, they didn't have to put it in Walt Disney World. It was never in Walt Disney World. Um, right. So yeah, he only made a you know a brief appearance at Disneyland, and then he was gone uh, after he basically didn't work like he was supposed to, and then. Um, and then Disney, you know, Imagineer Daniel Joseph a few years ago uh, basically figured out the technology in his garage on his own and uh, and brought him back to life. So it's pretty cool Incredible. that, you know, we get to we get to have him here now. So I'll take it. I'll, I'll take the delay. It's not like I'm not going to go on the ride, but. Right. If anything, this is just an enhancement, you know. Exactly. I mean, that's uh, exactly along with what they've already enhanced. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. which, by the way, if you if you didn't hear or didn't. Uh, yeah, if you didn't hear our episode uh, a couple weeks ago where I discussed uh, our my recent trip uh, to Walt Disney World, mainly to cover uh, Food and Wine Festival, but we went to Magic Kingdom and got to see and experience some of the enhancements that they had done to the Haunted Mansion, some of the new lighting, and et cetera. So if you want to hear more about that, go check out that episode. Uh, it's uh, it's a pretty good one. It was it was fun. It was fun to see those new those new additions to to the attraction. All right, well. Moving along into the great, amazing Frontierland at Magic Kingdom, mm. uh, the ever-changing Frontierland at the moment. Oh yeah, yeah, it's getting a getting a lot of love here. Um, but the Country Bear Jamboree will be getting new songs, and the Bears will perform a new act in 2024. And uh, yeah. long overdue. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Chris Beatty, uh, Disney Imagineer. Uh, is the uh, the brains behind this, and the Bears will be reinterpreting favorite Disney songs in different genres of country music, and they are um, kind of making them a, in like a comparison to uh, music review musical reviews in Nashville uh, current day, and they actually are working with like recording Nashville artists to yeah. get such a, like a you know organic sound. Uh, and really have that that Broadway sound to it, so uh, which I can appreciate. Very exciting, yeah. Just, you know, it kind of modernizes it a little bit because let's be real, it's out of date, way oh, yeah. beyond its years. It's been, yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, it has. Uh, you know, you go into the show today, and it's got some things in there that you're like, man, is this a kid's attraction? Because it's got some questionable themings uh, yeah. through those songs that are played. Uh, today, but yeah, it was really cool that during the presentation for this, they showed a clip of them recording uh, some songs for this, including the Bare Necessities, uh, and uh, it was done in a, in a country style, and it was it was good. Um, I, I think this would they needed this. I, I'm, you know, Ryan. Not too long ago, we discussed the possibility. You 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 said you know you were kind of championing the the effort to make this into Lester's possum party. Uh -huh. uh, um, and while I think that's a good idea, I think keeping country bears is a better idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, 
I, I am glad that hopefully this refreshes it and attracts more people more consistently to the attraction so it can stay. It's it yes. it's an original attraction to to Walt Disney World. Uh it's you know, it's they they put it in Disneyland as well after the fact. Uh that is since closed. Uh so this is the only existence of it still. And because it's classic, it, this is one of those that the nostalgia for me is absolutely saying, please keep this. And so I'm I'm glad they aren't trying to, you know, re-IP this or anything like that. It just, yeah. all right, let's try a little refresh and see how it see how it does. One quirk. Yeah, I think it's on its last leg. Yeah. Well, let's hopefully hopefully it's not, right? Hopefully this is it's it's you know, Lieutenant Dan, you got new legs and you know, exactly. boom, you're you're good uh, to go. Titanium uh, alloy. That's <laughs> what they made the spaceships out of. Uh but did you notice and Disney Disney released uh a pseudo, you know, kind of promotional poster yeah. uh for the for this? Did you notice yeah. on the poster? Did you notice anything on the poster? Oh man. Um let's see. Opening twenty twenty four. Yeah. See that at the bottom. So I'm 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 trying to look look here. Uh man. I know. Take a look that, at the, the look, take a look at the the act. Who will be performing? Romeo, Romeo McGraw. Who the hell is that? Johnny Bravo. It's no longer Liver Lips. It's Liver Lips. Liver Lips <laughs> McGee is gone. They are changed his name to Romeo McGraw. Why why couldn't he be Liver Lips? Why did they and have he to change? Pinky around his neck and hair like Johnny Bravo. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, what's what's happening? I don't know what's happening here. I don't know the reason. If anyone knows, please let us know. I just I would love to know the reason behind this change. That's all. Uh, so yeah, we're uh, gonna have to do some digging. Uh, I need to know Romeo McGrowl's story. I need to know uh, what got him here and why Liver Lips had to kick rocks. Yeah, is this like is this his cousin? Like, I yeah, we'll see. I guess. We'll see. Hopefully he's got a, a velvety smooth voice. We can yes. only hope. Yes. God bless him. All right. So close by to Frontierland and Grizzly Hall, uh, we got an, a little, just a little announcement. Nothing confirmed, nothing concrete, uh, really nothing quite at all except for just a simple drawing that uh, a new Pirates of the Caribbean themed lounge slash tavern, exactly what it should be called, is coming to Adventureland. And so this will be an extension of the storyline of Pirates of the Caribbean. And so will this be our first, could this be our first bar at Disney. Yeah, like a pirate like, bar too, of all things. Yeah, Hell, are they going? Yes. Could 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 I'm here for it. Could this be the introduction to beer being available, alcohol being available On at Disney? Draft beer, in and not in a sit down fashion, because every all other there's there's three or four opportunities to get alcohol in Magic Kingdom today. All of those opportunities are at sit-down establishments. Yep. 
that you have to have a dining reservation for and that you have to sit down there, table service only. Could this be our first introduction to alcohol in a different quick service lounge style setting? And the addition of you know hard liquor because a pirate bar is not a pirate bar without rum. So this could be a big step for Magic Kingdom, and you know it, it it's a big deal. It it is. It's a really big deal. I I, I think this would be incredible. Uh, I hope yeah. it comes to fruition. Magic Kingdom needs more options like this. They need dining I, options. They need lounging options. It needs it. I mean, it's basically like. Taking Nomad Lounge and yeah. Yeah. putting a pirate theme to it and putting it in Adventureland. Now, now here's my question. Uh, does this take away Tortuga Tavern? That's, That's what I think. Quick That's what I'm thinking. from the queue yep. exit? Well, well I mean, like Tortuga is open like half the year only anyways. Yeah. So, yeah. And it was a very limited it, menu. Like you don't lose and, much. Now, when they, when they announced this, they said it was going to be a new space. So I don't know Take where else they would put this, like take other than repurposing. The, they'd have to take out the Jack Sparrow meet and greet area, or, or they tie like, that um, into the lounge area, or that little like pirate experience walkthrough building. Yeah. that's there. Yep. Um. Yeah, I don't. We'll see. I hope it comes to fruition because it sounds awesome, and um, I'm curious to know if there's more to it than you know a bar from what we're thinking and you know prospecting the i'm sure it'll of, be food and stuff like think of like uh think of like nachos you know something along those lines you know quick service uh like i think two or three menu this options. could be this could be their way of doing away with pecos bill yeah to make In room way to make way for it. tiana's restaurant whatever it's going to be um, and then, and so they'll reaper, they'll take that building and then they'll, they'll bring some of the quick options maybe from Pecos bill or, you know, just basically maybe not the same options, but kind of pseudo replace those options, those quick options in this tavern setting. So, yeah, yeah that's what I think. I think Tortuga taverns, the, the one that's getting the ax here. I mean, so both of them could be. Would that be crazy that Possibly. in the ne- in the I mean within a year the same Completely year you could different see looking area. yeah you could see both Tortuga Tavern and Pecos Bill gone. Possibility. I could care. They've been there now. so long. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, for the Magic Kingdom, uh, boys, they they gave us some more information about the blue sky outlook uh, beyond, beyond Big Thunder Mountain is what they are quotating and naming it here uh letting us know that the ideas are in as grand of a scale as star wars galaxy's edge and pandora the world of avatar uh bringing in new attractions restaurants shows and more and that there are more details to come in the future so what once was a pie in the sky seems like this is now getting put into action yeah it's and think about the title uh, beyond Big Thunder Mountain, does that already kind of lean into where this expansion is exactly. going to happen? Yeah. You know, outside yeah. of the realm of Big Thunder Mountain, you know, where the edge of the river and the railroad tracks and all are. So, yeah. Yeah. I, again, we've discussed this a little bit when they first announced this last year at D23 yeah. Expo and put some of our thoughts together. Um, but 
Yeah, I'm, I mean, I think the scale helps. I think the reference helps. Yeah, kind of understand helps us understand. It kind of helps put some concrete on. Yeah, the like all right, they're, they're, this idea is taking hold. Yeah, but it's still just an idea. It's still and yeah. it's and I'm sure there's probably a hundred ideas that they're trying to figure out which one yeah. to move forward with if they're going to. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm shocked at this the 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 way they explain the scale of it to comparison of Pandora and Galaxy's Edge. Like those are fighting words. Like if you're if you're referencing <laughs> shit like that, you better you better have something good in, loaded in the canon because uh, yeah. Uh, with Pandora and Galaxy's Edge, both you're talking about two of the most fully immersive environments I've ever been in in my life. Yes, um, you better have something good. Yeah, well, you got to have something to answer to Universal. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it time and time again, but yeah, yep. you have yep. to have that. You you absolutely have to have it. And yeah, I don't. I mean, we could we could have a whole entire episode of yeah. just speculation on what this could be. Yeah. Uh, so I don't want to take conspiracy up conspiracy theory of, board. Correct. <laughs> uh, but uh, just going like a beautiful mind style, you know, just doing math all over the windows. But yeah. Um, yeah, just we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see because again, it is still just ideas. So, all right. So let's move on over to the experimental prototype community of tomorrow known as Epcot to some and an attraction that we've, we've been tracking, we've been seeing construction on, and that's the journey of water inspired by Moana. Uh, we got an official opening date guys, uh, October 16th this year, the attraction will, will become available to all day guests. Uh, it is currently in preview mode right now, uh, with, Cast member previews happening right now and AP previews happening very soon. Uh, so mm-hmm. the attraction looks nice. It's, man, they it's picturesque. They knew what they were doing. They lined every shot up with Spaceship Earth. Oh, uh, yeah. It looks incredible from all the videos and photos. Can't wait to go and just hang out a little bit and see it for myself in person. Uh, but furthermore to that, on that same day, on, on opening day, Moana herself will also make her first appearance in her dedicated space for a meet and greet. I love that. I, Personally, that, I'm excited about yeah. that. Yeah. And it's so. it's going to spread out crowds even more again. It's going to give people a reason to go through that area other than to, you know, just look at rocks and water. Yeah. Uh, the place is so intuitive and interactive. It's, it's going to draw a major crowd for a long time. Personally, like, Throughout the day, you're gonna have the picturesque, you know, visualizations of the rocks and the plants and the the water flowing. But I'm curious as to what it's gonna look like toward the evening times. Like, does the heart of Tafiti glow? Everything Dude, in there something up. in the water. Everything happen? in there lights up, man. Yeah, See, that's why I'm excited. Yeah, the about photos and video I've seen at night. Videos. Yeah, yeah, they're amazing. Yeah, it's it's incredible. Our friend, our friend Ryan over for the love of vlogging, he did a did a vlog on YouTube. Uh, that uh, had that he w- went during cast previews during the day looked incredible. Uh, Nate um, at Paging Mr. Morrow, uh, he actually they opened this up for Destination D twenty three attendees for a special night at Epcot. So he gave uh, he got a video of it at night, which was again it was just really really cool. Um, but all the interactive things. So if you want to see if you want if you like being spoiled and like seeing these things in advance. 
uh, go check out their their YouTube. Uh, we'll we'll leave a link to both of those videos in the episode description as well, just so you can go check them out and give them some love at the same time. Uh, we appreciate everything they do, and they're uh, good friends of the show. So, um, but furthermore, guys, not only October sixteenth do the do the walls and everything come down and officially open world nature neighborhood in Epcot, but the world celebration neighborhood will begin yes. to welcome guests this December. That means the walls are coming down, baby. Yep. Cannot Discovery wait. and nature are going to be simultaneously open. It's going to flow nicely. No more black walls. Epcot will have a, like Epcot a nice epicenter again, finally. Ryan, Ryan, we, we, I want to be there with you when he sees when it, you yeah. go through this for the first time. Obviously, this will be new to me and Justin as well, right? It's going to be new to everyone. Yeah. But, for you to experience Epcot without walls, and for those listening that don't know the backstory, Ryan was never an attendee or pass holder for, I mean, like I said, we went to Disney as kids, uh, but, uh, and, you know, in teenagers, but it was a very long time period that, that went, you know, that went on that Ryan did not go to theme parks. Yes. And so it's been a while uh, since Ryan was at Epcot when he's, when Ryan started, you know, going back to the parks, Epcot was already under, under construction and the walls were already in place and, and buildings were already down. 2018, 2019. And so walls up it's been in this state since, you know, since Ryan started going back to the parks regularly. And so you never experienced Epcot being open. And I, I I just, I want to be there, man. I want to be there because obviously I want to take this all in, but I just want to see, I just want to see your face light up. <laughs> like yeah. I know it's going to. Yeah. To, to date where uh, my Disney journey kind of began as an adult was I remember mouse gear still being open at Epcot and it wasn't open for yeah. very long after I got my pass and then it was closed right. and, and creations started getting built and connections cafe and connections eatery. So that's where I date myself back was to mouse gear being uh, on its lifeline. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's probably in its temporary location at that point. Yeah. I yeah. think it was. Yeah, it yeah. was a temporary location. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. So that's cool. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, the sight lines are going to be incredible. They are. And I'm just like, I'm looking forward to just all the extra greenery and just everything else. Yeah. And one other thing too, and uh, you know, a few people have touched on this. Uh, Ryan, our friend Ryan, he touched on this as well in his vlog. But I love the fact that Journey of Water brings back some of the edutainment that yes. old Epcot was. That educational and value. Yes, I I love that. And what's funny is is that. When we, I mean, when I was a kid and when I was a teenager, especially going to Epcot in seventh and eighth grade, right? Like you had, you didn't want anything to do with those educational pieces of Epcot. Nope. You hadn't, you just wanted to ride some cool rides, you know, like this was like test track was like the cool, coolest ride at Epcot, you know? And it was just, it, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't consider the value there. And I love now, as an adult, I love this, and I think they're making it cooler to be educated 
through these attractions, right? They're they're doing cooler things that bring in the education piece, right? Uh, so I think that's that's also part of it. Uh, but I do I do love that fact that it's the edutainment is is there. So speaking of test track, yes, boys, we are getting a retheme. Yeah, and I'm excited. Yeah, uh, they're bringing some of the original World of Motion pieces uh, back into consideration. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm curious to see. As I, from the way it's looking, it's not going to be a carbon copy of what it used to be. Mm-hmm. I think that it's going to be a forward-thinking reimagination of that as the inspiration. Yeah, I love that they're working with Chevy again, the title sponsor for that ride, yep. uh, to develop this this uh, you know reimagine reimagining of of the ride. But also, again, bring back some old Epcot, right? Yeah. World of yep. Motion, where this attraction was built, right? It it just pays homage again to what was already there, the and I I cannot wait for how how they develop this, and I think it's it, it's much needed, right? I there's a reason yeah. I haven't been on test track in the last four years, I, and so I I just don't see the value in waiting and to go on it. I'd rather yeah. do other things at Epcot. So I agree. Uh, I'm I'm welcoming this. I cannot wait for this refresh. It was one of the biggest surprises to me uh, from the mm-hmm. you know as announcements are concerned from from this uh, from this expo, right? And uh, so I yeah I can't wait. I cannot wait. And again, just want to say it again. I love that it's giving a nod back to old yes. Epcot. Yeah, it's a clever approach to move something forward that is outdated, but while also tipping tipping the hat or, or giving a nod to the past and what the originality of that ride was. So you're you're pleasing the people that want it to move forward and be a little more modernized, but then you're also pleasing the nostalgic factor and the nostalgic people that Bingo. want things to somewhat keep their legacy intact. So it, yeah. kudos to them for for you know considering keeping some of that legacy going and and bringing stuff back that has been taken away for years now and it's a nod to what the original epcot was so yeah what would be proud and if you've if anyone has uh, seen the artist concept uh drawing of it this looks spectacular um and it's it's teasing like there's going to be some like uh like some nature wildlife uh kind of scenery in this as well so they they have a lot that they didn't release and i think that's done on purpose uh and they even noted more more to come in the future on this attraction so uh there's a lot to be excited about here yeah we didn't get any type of timing with this announcement or anything like that nope but i do appreciate that there and you'll see this kind of as a theme throughout uh, especially with some other announcements too but I feel like they're letting us in a little bit more, right? They're they're kind of like, yeah. hey, here's what we're kind of thinking, and here's what we're kind of thinking, kind of what we're working on, and we're just going to keep you up to date. We just want to let you know this is what we're trying to do, right? Like instead of waiting until something's really nailed down, concrete, like Disney in the past has you know done a lot. Um, I feel like they're being more open with, hey, this is kind of what we're working on, and do, you know, what do you think, sort of thing. Yeah. And then, you know, yeah. to top it off, we have over at the Imagination Pavilion now, there is 
currently now open for three days at time of recording a figment meet and greet. So You'd love to see it once again. Uh, the the Imagination Pavilion has been a ghost town for a long time now. Uh, this is going to give people a reason to go back in there and ride Figment. Hopefully this generates the ride itself and everything within the attraction to maybe get a little update, a little freshen up yeah. because it could definitely, it definitely looks like it's out of the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. Um, but again, it's bringing some more life back to the Imagination Pavilion because there's so much great stuff over there. The Pixar Film Festival. There is. There is Chase, uh, the, the Disney Chase uh, card holder exclusive meet and greet over there. Yeah. Um, so many great things. The the got, there's down a waterfall. Like there's a meet and there's a meet and greet over there with Mickey. Yeah. Yeah. Right inside. Most people the don't doors, even know that's there. Yeah. To the theater. <laughs> and uh, I have been there many times to to Yo. go hug Mickey. Yeah. And um, you know, then to top off uh, Epcot with the cherry on top, uh, beginning December fifth, uh, the new nighttime spectacular that is known as Luminous: The Symphony of Us will debut. So uh, I am so excited about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fireworks, fountains, lasers, lighting effects, and music. Um, it's it's going to be something worth checking out because um, we all know how harmonious went. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't, you know, great. Uh, they brought back Epcot forever for the time being. But I, I am glad that they are wanting to move forward with a new Epcot show. Um, and this also leads me to think of how long Happily Ever After is going to stick around. I think they're really going to take their time and re- rethink a show through before they debut it for Magic Kingdom again. Yep. Well, and consider this. like We knew that Epcot Forever was just the temporary holder, right, between yep. Harmonious oh, yeah. and the new show. But, again, being kind of cryptic here, you, you notice anything about the name of this show? Luminous? Lights. Lighting. Think about what was the show prior to Harmonious? Illumination. And then oh, yeah. Harmonious. It's like the two combined. Ah, Illumination. Clever you are. Luminous now, and then Harmonious. I, Luminous. Yeah. I, if this is on the grand scale of what Illuminations was, I'm going to be floored. Again, we're talking about what's the, what's the recurring theme here, especially at Epcot? Yeah. Right? A tip of the hat. Tip of the hat the back to the past. But and a step towards the future also. Correct. Let's bring in what worked with Har- Harmonious, right? The storytelling yep. and the world union, right? It, that yeah. part of Harmonious was so powerful. Frankly, yeah. if they could have done it without the damn water tacos, I think we would all have <laughs> been happy. I'm so glad that you have incepted my term. Yes. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> but those damn barges just were such an eyesore. But the show was ass. powerful. The show was super powerful, right? It was such a great... I, I loved Harmonious. I thought it was a great show. But then you have these people that are just diehard illuminations, right? And understandably slow. And understandably so. And so I'm... With this with this title, it feels like we're those things are being pushed together. Um, so I am very interested to see how this plays out. Um, you know, they've, they've got these... They've got these little small barges. I'm gonna call them barges, but these little floating devices out there already with some, you know, to shoot fireworks off um, out uh, and in the lake. And I'm just, I'm curious to see 
what this becomes uh because if it if it is those two ideas married together then holy cow yeah i also want to point something out if you look in the name luminous what do you see spaceship earth i think spaceship earth is going to be a huge part of this show lighting up part of it oh ever since it became part of the beacons of magic absolutely yeah that they're yeah. they're going to integrate there's no way they don't integrate it into the show yeah. I think that I think it's going to have some incredible artwork displayed on that somehow, some way they're going to do something with spaceship earth to incorporate it into the show. And that's going to be mind blowing. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I'm here for it. Yeah. So, and we don't have w- long to wait. Right. I mean, this really coincides with the, with the, they'll probably coincide with the opening of world celebration, right? Like mm-hmm. all this early December I'm here for that. So again, guys, um, I'm not your tra- uh, trip advisor or travel uh, planner, but uh, if you uh, want to pencil in, uh, you know, date with Jordan to Epcot early December, then I'm there. Game. I <laughs> uh, expect it to be busy. So, any other people out there planning that early December trip vacation uh, to Walt Disney World and to Epcot, keep those keep these dates in mind. Just be a lot of vloggers, a lot of content creators getting to these opening day events. Yes. It it gets hectic. Well, um, moving on to the last leg of this uh, string of announcements from Destination D23 of 2023, uh, we're going to go hop over to Animal Kingdom. And we've seen some, you know, speculations. Did you use hop on purpose? You you like what you like, I like what that. I yeah you seen that <laughs> okay I like so that. on that note um, of course it's no secret Zootopia is slated to be incorporated into the Animal Kingdom uh, park yeah and it, why not because Zootopia literally is an animal kingdom within itself and right um, yeah and this we got was this talked about last year uh, at correct D twenty three yeah and they and this was part of that. D23 announcement where they were saying, oh, well, maybe we'll convert some Dino Land area to some, maybe some Zootopia, maybe some Moana. That was kind of the idea then, but, but it changed with this announcement. Yep. It looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Because this, uh, the original announcement last year, I believe was prior to Encanto coming out, or at least it was like right around the right time around the that same it time. came out. Yeah. Uh, and they didn't really understand or foresee the the hype around what Encanto would become, uh, which it became a international sensation overnight, it seems. Uh, but to start off with, uh, the Tree of Life Theater is going to get a new show based on Zootopia. So uh, they're going to have some love on one of the beacons of magic, if that doesn't say anything about how popular Zootopia is. Yeah, that's big. Um, so the, it's going to be great. So what this looks like to me, based on the concept art that they released and based on what was said, uh, you know, when they announced this, they said that Zootopia would be taking place, a new show for Zootopia would be taking place at the Tree of Life. But then, so I immediately thought, okay, they're going to be like a new projection show, something like that on the Tree of Life. But then they mentioned the Tree of Life Theater. Do you know what's in Tree of Life Theater today? It's a bug's life. Tough to be a bug. 
I believe the Tuffia bug is going away and that Zootopia is taking over that space completely. Yep. So this would be inside that and it's inside the tree of life, not a projection show outside of the tree ah. of life. Yeah. yeah. I mean so I wouldn't be mad. I mean, you go the idea is to go through the different you know, the idea is to go through the different biomes and experience, you know, traveling through with Judy Hopps and Nick Wilde and all the other characters. So this is, again, this is m- more concrete than we had at the previous announcement, but still fairly loose. But it does look like our last uh, iteration of A Bug's Life in a Disney theme park uh, could be going away soon. And... I think this was the the most ideal way that they could do this uh, for Animal Kingdom because of all the biomes they would have to incorporate into whatever attraction it would be. I think doing it as a visual, just anima- animated uh, short film, if you will, I think that's the best way they could have done with this because they couldn't do it with you know, dinosaur retheming it to a ride. They'd have to make it so much longer and it just wouldn't have the time to to make all those adjustments and this just makes the most sense and i i'm with you jordan this is so much concrete it's pretty much a done deal yeah yeah well we'll see it's definitely more concrete than than the last the last iteration of the idea so yeah yeah but yeah at the main core though of this animal kingdom announcement is the planned reimagination of Dinoland USA mm-hmm. uh, into a brand new land um, yeah. that right now is conceptualized as tropical Americas. So yeah. this is going to integrate elements of Zootopia, uh, supposedly Indiana Jones and Kanto. So I'm, I'm assuming maybe they're going to have like the Casitas. Love it. Have like an interactive Casitas area. I'm sure that's going to bring in some, um, some, some, uh, like a Latin American dining, I would yes. imagine. I'm um, here for that. It's it's there's there's no way that uh, this doesn't succeed in my eyes. Yeah. Uh, Latin American cuisine at Animal Kingdom will be a completely perfect mesh. Well, yeah, and it just fits right. Like it, I mean, if you yeah. look at what Animal Kingdom's all about and mm-hmm. wildlife and conservation efforts and. And these different themes of the world, right? Where you have yep. you have Africa and you have Asia and you have Pandora, which is this yep. other oh, world, right? And, yep. But it's still this like rainforest type world, right? And then you now you right today you have Dino Land, right? It just doesn't mix. Whereas the tropical America is this this rainforest total sense. looking, you know, South America, Colombia, like Central America, yeah, and. So it it makes incredible sense to fit these themes and Kanto being the success it has been and building some park IP around it. Like like you said, Ryan, some cuisine opportunities, uh, some ride opportunities or interactive show, live show opportunities. Shows, I mean, yeah, they, oh, galore, man. right? Like galore opportunities. And then the perfect setup for the conversion of Dinosaur, the, the, the ride, because... The same the same attraction exists in Disneyland today. It happens to be Indiana Jones themed yeah. in Disneyland. Tile, same ride right vehicle, same track, everything is the same. It's just the it's just the theming. So, it, easy easy transition over to Indiana Jones for for the dinosaur ride, 
and you know maybe a new a you know new experience there. Hell, they can literally copy verbatim the one in Disneyland. I'll be happy. Uh, but to have that Indiana Jones inspired part, don't you just know that we're going to get like a um, a temple, uh, you know, walk through yeah, attraction of, uh, with snakes? Don't you just know this is going to be a snake exhibit? There's got to be. It's got to be. Yeah, the the facades in this area and are going to be amazing. Think about a Cinco de Mayo celebration way. at the Casitas. Hey, I, I mean, this might give if they do this. Uh, this could be. This could give Nomad a run for his money. Oh man! Oh, that's that's strong words coming from you. Yeah, Jordan. I mean, if they do it right, that's, that's very could strong words. Uh, could definitely be up my alley. So, hey, what if they have a coffee bar up in that thing? Oh, you, they on. will. I mean, if it's going to be yeah. entirely Columbia, <laughs> come Columbia on. and all, yeah, come yeah. on. I'm here come for on. that. Nevertheless, uh, I am beyond thrilled. You know. Over the course of like the past few months, we've kind of been caught in like a slump and a humdrum of nothing happening in the parks. And we have bitched about it several times that that we're just kind of like in a lull where Tron opened up and Guardians opened up and nothing really exciting was going on. And all of a sudden now we have this whole new list of projects that has just lit a fire under us. And I'm I'm so glad because... I'm excited to go. Like I haven't been back to the parks since Father's Day weekend and we're planning to go within the next month and a half now. And I literally cannot wait just so I can start documenting the progress that I see as we could, we, you know, go back to going, you know, regularly, maybe once a month or every other month. Uh, it's an exciting time again. Yeah. I mean, it, it's to see projects to their completion, it always feels good, right? Like if, yeah. if you're finally like the air is finally like, ah, you know, like we're, we're here, we made it, you know, it's it my it's, OCD calm down. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, it, it's that feeling when you get out of the car, when you finally get to your destination on that, after that long road trip, right? Like it's, yep. it's that same thing. And we, it's been a long time for a lot of these projects and to see them start to come to, to an end and, be complete and change the landscape of our experiences at these parks. That's the exciting part. And then to know that new things are on the horizon as well. Like this is, mm -hmm. we're not stopping here and we're just going to keep pushing to get better. And like, like Justin kind of mentioned, I, they have to, they have to get better. They, there's going to be yeah. a brand new park and that's going to attract a lot of people uh, in a couple of years, you know, down the road at Universal in Epic Epic Universe, and time's ticking. And right they now. have to they have to get to work. And it's you know Disney is Disney, and they they will attract the audience. Um, they just you know it's like you know Field of Dreams, right? If you build it, they will come. And they have to continue to push the envelopes and do what they do best. And uh, and that's tell tell the stories and in the way that only they can, only Disney can. Yeah. Uh, and and bring us and put these put the put us into these worlds, and that's where I like I get you know I mentioned you know like seeing the developments that like Tokyo Disney Sea has right where it's these giant environments and these you know brand new uh, you know IP inspired attractions and just these the new hotels and just how detailed they are and just how big they are it's like. How grand the yeah, spectrum I, it's is! It's like I, we need we need more of that, and so that's what I'm hoping when they that they talk when they say 
they speak to the scale of like the beyond big thunder, like give it to me, but I don't want to wait 10 years. Right. Like I don't yeah, right. like this. Get started now. Get yeah. started now. Well, there, there is another big factor I'm going to consider here. And it's really the age of Walt Disney world compared to, like you said, Tokyo, where that the the age of the park is actually a blessing and a curse in itself for Walt Disney World because uh, the world is so much more connected now than it was back in 1971 when the park was built. And some of these original rides, they have a different entertainment factor than what today's child is craving. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. you know, th- what they're doing with Tokyo is is a step in the right direction and i i feel like at some point some of these rides will lose a bit of their legacy but like we mentioned with the whole epcot deal that they leave enough of the i guess artifacts from the past in there that it's still a nod to what the ride was in inception so i guess we'll we'll see in the coming years if anything like that goes down but uh it's gonna have to happen at some point because you're talking uh, what is it? Over fifty years now, because with the fiftieth anniversary is yeah. over, so yeah. that's a long time for society to change. Yeah, like a- after hearing everything with D twenty three and taking that all to- into consideration, like I'm giving this like a seven out of ten rating, uh, for an update because it- it's just enough to be above average, uh, and we got a lot of surprises in it that uh, I didn't think we were all expecting, so. I think that this is, like Ryan just said, a step in the right direction for Disney. Um, they just got some more work to do and uh, get you know something going to answer to, to Universal soon. Uh, hopefully sooner than later, uh, just for the sake of the business. But uh, this is definitely a step in the right direction. And I hope that, like what Jordan was just handing out a second ago, that they take into consideration how tokyo's grand appeal and eye appeal and eye candy look uh speaks volumes uh for you know the the folks that visit visit disney today but like anything like all these announcements we just we had to play the waiting game and we will we will wait and see and for some we yeah that just means you know longer than longer than others so We'll stay tuned. We'll keep you up to date. And yeah, we'll keep a close eye on any new developments and we'll uh, we'll keep you posted. But before we go today, uh, we would like to take a second just real quick to mention some of our fantastic partners, including DVCRentalStore.com. Uh, you can find a link to them in our episode description. If you want to go to Walt Disney World and go check out some of these new exciting things happening uh they can save you a lot of money uh when it comes to your accommodations at uh on-site properties dvc properties there at walt disney world resort so if you like to save money and you like to stay on property go visit our friends at dvcrentalstore.com they will help you save money and enjoy your time and get you some great great dvc accommodations Yep, and be sure and tell them that the the guys off the monorail sent you because uh, they love us. Yes. <laughs> but uh, also, while you're down there in our episode description, if you're looking for a good cup of coffee, uh, you need to go ahead and visit our friends over at ExpeditionRoasters.com. They, uh, they produce pop culture-inspired and theme park-inspired coffees, 
that are out of this world, uh, literally. Like the one I'm going through right now is the beans from outer space, which is a peanut butter and chocolate roast. Um, it's great. It's fantastic. So it's getting to be that time of year where the weather is going to start cooling down and a nice cup of coffee in the evening is going to do just the trick for you. Mm. And, um, yeah, they have alcohol inspired flavors, dessert inspired flavors. They do seasonal roasts with uh, Halloween and the holidays and springtime, you name it. They're always rolling something new out. And to top it all off, their artwork on their bags is exquisite. No matter what you do, be sure you use our code off the monorails at checkout, and that'll save you 10% on every order you place in the future, as long as you use that code. And uh, make sure that cart is over $65 because that gives you free U.S. shipping. Um, that's a great way to save money and get you a, a great bag of coffee. And be sure and join their Bean Rewards program uh, so you can earn some points towards free coffee with every purchase you make. And that is our friends at ExpeditionRoasters.com. And last but not least, we have our friends over at 1901 Candle Co. with their candle lineup. Uh, we have personally purchased from these guys uh, before becoming affiliated with them, and we just love their products. They smell great. They last a long time. And you get a 50% off coupon code using our code off the rails 15 when you check out. So be sure to go check out their selections that you have available to you for the we have you know sp the spooky season coming around so you got some pumpkin scented options there yeah fall on main street which i am personally a fan of and uh, you also have your other disney themed uh, ride scents as well as some harry potter themed scents so go check them out and again use our coupon code off the rails 15 at checkout and you can do this at 1901candleco.com and if you'd like to help out the show, please leave us a rating and or review on your podcast platform like Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Just click those stars, leave us a rating, let us know how we're doing, and let others know what you think about the show. It would truly mean a lot to us. It helps us reach a larger audience, and it would mean the world to us for you to do so. So please take the time, click those stars. But yeah, um, all in all, what a great uh, discussion we was able to have, though, with these these fantastic announcements rolling out. And um, now all we can do is just sit back and grab our popcorn and see what all yeah. unfolds. And, uh, yeah, just be very optimistic for the future. Yeah, it definitely gave us something to talk about. That's for sure. <laughs> definitely. And not only that, but by the end of the year, no walls at Epcot for the first time in like four or five for years. The first gentlemen. time in right, for Literally. So if there's anything to be excited about is that the walls are coming down at Epcot by year's end. Kudos, Disney. Love that. Got a new fireworks show. There's a lot of there's a lot of things happening, guys. A lot of things happening, including food and wine still happening. Still happening. Yeah. Uh we got hey. we got a new booth coming out next week. Next week, new two new booths are also coming out. Uh one of them including it's gonna be basically the fancy booth. I'm that's what I'm calling it. It's the fancy booth. They got they got champagnes, including Dom Perion. Uh they got caviar. Yeah. Pinkies up, baby. Yes. Food and wine festival is still happening. We'll roll right in along to the to Halloween and to the holiday season. So lots and lots of going on around Walt Disney World, and we're here for it. So yeah, you need to stick around. <laughs> absolutely. Well, guys, with that being said, we will catch you next week, same time, same place. I'm Jordan. I'm Justin, and I'm Ryan, and this is off the monorails. <laughs>